Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options. In stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. The Game Awards 2023 winners. We are about to get into the winners and losers. Shout out to my Spider-Man fan base because I am a part of y'all, but I do not share the same vitriol that y'all have for the Game Awards. I can acknowledge <laughs> that Spider-Man, basically Spider-Man 2, which is Spider-Man PS5 to me, because I don't see any Spider-Man coming out in the same console lifespan. But that's besides the point. For the amount of content we got compared to the games it was pit against, pit up against, I saw it as an uphill battle and I knew that they could probably end up not winning any awards. Now, the biggest one that I thought that Spider-Man... We started right off the gate with Spider-Man talk. Because if you're getting into the game awards, me... Always saying that Spider-Man is my favorite fictional creation of all time. You already know. Forget all the other games. Let's get into the Spider-Man core fan base. Let me talk to y'all right quick. Spider-Man is obviously a good game. It's just not enough content in the game to compete with the Baldur's Gate. Compete with the Alan Wake 2. Compete with uh, Zelda or Mario so much content in a game when it's great is just hard to compete with if you're not at the same uh if you're not at the same runtime as far as how long it takes to beat the game. Does every game have to be a hundred hours to compete with a hundred hour game? Of course not. But if it feels like you're literally taking away content to put out in the future, we're going to have a problem with it as Spider-Man took like 20 to 30 hours to beat. And I'm sorry if that doesn't win out against a plethora of 80 to 100 hour games. <laughs> so with that being said, let's get into the actual news, which is the Game Awards 2023 as Baldur's Gate didn't sweep, of course, but had a nice battle with Alan Wake 2 as those were the prominent games that was getting awards throughout the show. Baldur's Gate 3 ended up getting Game of the Year, which was the biggest, of course, Best RPG, Best Community Support, Best Multiplayer, Player's Choice Award, Best Performance, and Alan Wake ended up getting Best Direction, Best Narrative, and Best Art Direction. Now, if you're not already, make sure to go to Analytic Dreams video on Spotify to see the video along with the audio because we're also getting into the website which has the old the whole all of the categories up for you to see as we click through it because we're basically going to com compare the winners to what i voted for because i just want to see how many lined up and basically that will help me also give more of an industry year-end wrap-up for 2023 because it will touch all bases as the game awards usually does so of course the memorable moments was basically them ushering all of the winners off the stage after 1.2 seconds of speaking. <laughs> like literally the trailers was the biggest part of the Game Awards show to the point where I'm like, is this E3 or is this a Game Awards show? <laughs> like, I don't understand what is the point of rushing the award winners off the stage when it's literally the premise of the show the game awards it's not the game trailers it's not the game showcases it's the game awards you're giving awards to award winners why not have them speak longer for what they were on stage like if you actually watch the game awards you will see them get up there 
talk for like three point well point three seconds and then somebody would put up um okay please wrap it up like there was literally a light or yeah in the stage in the backstage so you couldn't see if you was in the audience but if you if you turn around you could see it because a lot of people took pictures of it in videos making fun at the game awards basically they'll say please wrap it up and if you didn't wrap it up guess what they start playing music <laughs> so yeah i didn't think that was cool because i thought it was the game Awards show it's not e3 i'm pretty sure there's a show that G uh jeff Keeley, which is the owner of this also owns which is the summer games fest why not do all those showcases at that event rather than the awards the awards should be filled with speeches from people who are winners we want to hear from winners not trailers that are going to end up losing in the long haul nobody wants to see a trailer of a game that's never going to see the light of day right blade came out with the trailer literally says not coming out to 2027 what in the world does that have to do with the 2023 game award show <laughs> We're going to be in 2025 seeing maybe gameplay of Blade and be like, oh, that was the game that was showcased in 2023 when they said it's not coming out till 2027. Like, what are we doing? This is the game award show for 2023. Please keep any games past 2023. I would just keep if you're going to showcase games, at least keep it in a year time uh, time capsule. Like, we don't want to hear no game that's coming out three to four years from now like come on now like we're not doing none of that so anyways um there's a lot of trailers and stuff i'm not going to talk about that i kind of gave my sentiments on how i felt about that i felt like winners should get the chance to showcase why they won in their and why they are uh, thankful for the award they've received like the actor for kratos which i forget the voice actor for kratos when he gave his speech for winning voice actor of the year it was really impactful inspirational like y'all just cutting all that short just to show some trash gameplay from a, a trailer for a game that's not going to come out to like 2050 so let's stop with that so anyways um as far as the overall score i'll still give it a c minus because they definitely up the production had a lot of prominent actors come on which basically showcases the gaming industry's lands uh status and and place in the entertainment landscape as is making so is generating so much revenue in the industry to where all these other actors um rappers ball players want to get involved in certain uh campaigns like you see the call of duty campaign with nikki mirage i think two chains i forget but anyways of course you see fortnite with everybody i mean travis scott lebron james to like spider-man and darth vader like that's the broad spectrum but as far as like real people obviously you see what i'm talking about as people are gravitating to towards having more collaborations in the gaming space which not to be that person because we're talking about gaming but drake did pioneer a certain movement when he had that stream with ninja for fortnite everybody remembers that moment and from there uh, miraculously everybody started to collaborate with gaming figures more so i don't know how that happened you know what i mean maybe maybe drake's just a goat maybe that's what it is so anyways let's get into the uh actual list that's basically i just wanted to give an overview of the game awards before i went into each and every category so hopefully i did a good job on giving an overview for that let's start with the best esports event for the game the 2023 game awards show and what i want to do is i also have let me see if i have it right here yeah i have my own predictions up i put on my own video it's funny uh to see what i pick as far as uh my selections and so let me see if i can yeah there we go make sure it doesn't play sound um so i'm gonna be playing that video to make sure i know what i pick along with what actually won so we can kind of uh, gauge the two and see how on the nose i was as you know some of them was personal picks some of them was political picks but we just to be fair we're gonna go off of my picks so my picks that I put in. So anyways, because um, if you don't remember, which shameless plug, the Game Awards Analytic Dreams and it should pop up. I gave a whole segment before the, the award show even happened, basically predicting who will win or who I wanted to win. So it was like two predictions in one, which is kind of cheating. But hey, so we're going to go with the ones I actually pick, which is my personal picks for wanting to win. So anyways, first one, best esports event. 
2023 League of Legends World Championship. I chose the Evo 2023 to win, but obviously it didn't win. Uh, 2023 League of Legends won, and that's not a surprise. I think League of Legends is one of the most long-standing games of all time, if I'm not mistaken. Like League of Legends is up there. I'm not gonna say like Tetris, because of course that's to quote my man Stephen A. That's blasphemy, but it's one of the more long-standing games in uh, gaming history. So, I mean, unless you want to count Mario, but technically, anyways, I'm talking about the game not changing from like not having a sequel or whatever. It's just like League of Legends, and then that's it. Like as far as play, it's like GTA Five type effect. Um, but maybe even more. I have to look at the numbers. I don't know which one is more successful. I would have to say League of Legends over GTA Five, but you never know. Because you just never know. So anyways, let's go to the next one. So let me see. I don't know why I said my vote wasn't cast, even though I did cast a vote and I'm signed in, but you know, whatever. Um, Best esports coach. I don't think we care about that. Best esports team. I mean, y'all can see it for yourself. Analytic Dreams video on Spotify. Just, you know, letting you know where you can get the video along with the audio, but you can see it for yourself for the ones we skip. So best esports coach, you see that one. Best esports team, you see that one. Uh, wait, hold up. Was FaZe in that one? No? Okay. Um, best esports athlete, you see who won that. Um, you know what's so funny? I think I picked Faker. Hold up. I just want to clarify if I picked him or not. Because I'm pretty sure I picked Trying to see if I picked him or not. Um, I don't know why it's so hard for me to. Did I just skip that? There's no way I just skipped it. It's oh okay here. Cause I think I picked it for the name, which is probably not the best, you know, selection process. I did, I did pick the name. Hold up, that's crazy. So, let me see. I literally picked this man because of his name. I wonder if I could drag it over. Yeah, I should be able to see it right now. I picked him. This is my video. I have it up right now. <laughs> so, I actually voted for him based off his name. And I'm not saying that's why he won. But you get a nickname like Faker, you got to win something, right? Because that's a, that's a pretty fire name. So, I know y'all probably didn't care about the esports athlete, but I'm pretty sure I picked him and I was right because I looked at the video. But um, we're going we gonna to just skip past that one. So best esports game, Valorant. Oh, okay, so yeah, this is probably the first one y'all probably care about. So for my gamers out there, of course, I'm not well versed in the esports field, but I do know that Dota 2 and Counter-Strike 2 was probably the only real competition to Valorant. I mean, I know somebody out there who's a League of Legends fan is going to be like, no, nah, League of Legends could have won it. But as far as mainstream, I've heard Valorant by far. I've heard Counter-Strike 2, and that's really it. I've heard a little bit of Dota 2. And League of Legends, I really only hear when it's like tournament time. And if we're going by that, then Mortal Kombat Street Fighter need to be up here, which that they don't deserve it. So best esports game. Um, that's what I was thinking should uh should and would win. And let me see who I'll pick for that one. Best esports. Best esports I chose. Oh, that's so crazy. I chose I chose League of Legends. What in the world? That's actually crazy. Anyways, all right. And I think we had content of <laughs> that whole thing, what I just said before I actually uh looked at the video. It's like that progressive commercial when it's like um, a challenge or, or a review on the play. Yeah, we reviewed it and, and found out I'm a full-blown hypocrite. I actually voted for League of Legends, so that's crazy. But anyways. Um... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. 
And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Let's keep going then. Content creator of the year. Um, let's keep going. Don't see. Nah, let me chill. All right. Most anticipated game. Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth. I think I chose that one. Because... If you think about it, Final Fantasy Remake was really one of those where it really did so much to improve the game to the point a lot of people wanted more, if that makes sense. Like, if you look at the original Final Fantasy VII compared to the remake, they really changed core gameplay mechanics to the point where it still has the foundation technically, but it's way more optimized for modern day gaming. Hopefully it makes sense. If it doesn't, then just look at it. It's like, I'm not going to compare it to a Baldur's Gate, but it just really um, revolutionized Final Fantasy VII to the point where it's really its own game at this point. Like if you compare the mechanics to that original game, it's totally different. Like it's not, Mass Effect fans may kill me for this, but the Mass Effect remake really didn't upgrade on any of the mechanics. It just made it more user-friendly and the base gameplay was basically the same for final fantasy 7 it's a total difference for final fantasy 7 remake compared to original game hopefully it makes sense and also that's the game i voted for so i'm glad it won most anticipated because this list is kind of whack <laughs> like most anticipated game has hades 2 now no disrespect to anybody who plays that game but who in the world is anticipating that game? I ain't heard that game once. I've heard Tekken 8 for Final Fantasy 7. I've heard a little bit about Star Wars. I mean, if you want to play a Ubisoft game where the AI is all over the map and you really can walk right up to their face and they still won't detect you type games, Star Wars Outlaws is for you. So anyways, that's why I chose Final Fantasy 7. But as far as most anticipated, uh, that this list is kind of weak. So let's keep going. Uh, best adaptation. I think I definitely chose The Last of Us. Oh, actually, I chose the Mario movie. Yeah, I chose the Mario movie. So, anyways. Let me see. Did I actually choose that one? Yeah, I did. I, I chose the Mario movie. So, I think the best adaptation should have went to, like, a video game icon in Mario. And the fact that I lost out to The Last of Us, I think I said in that video that it probably would lose out to the last of us because it's literally produced by hbo if you don't know hbo is like very it's held in a high regard when it comes to uh, sh uh shows and just live television same thing but you get what i'm saying like hbo is just held to a higher standard for some reason and the prestige level is like oh if you make it hbo that means it must be you must be putting together some type of quality so makes sense why why the last of us beat beat out super mario movie but i'm still upset over that because uh we just gonna disrespect one of the greatest video game characters of all time put it up one of the biggest numbers like at least the movie industry praised barbie for the amount of impact it had on the industry raising a billion dollars i mean the least we could do as a video game industry is celebrate our video game character raising a billion dollars instead of a tv show that's gonna stretch out uh one game until like three seasons like come on now but anyways let me not hate got no last of us fans are out there like hey you ain't watched the show it's uh what, what's that one martin scorsese or whatever that man's name is that that meme where he's like straight cinema or whatever well this is cinema that's that's how that's how i picture every person that like defends last of us but hey whatever so let's keep going best adaptation Mario movie got got snubbed really bad. So, anyways, um, best multiplayer went to Baldur's Gate three. I mean, I don't even think that's a discussion. Like at first, I was thinking like, is Baldur's Gate three a multiplayer game? And then I realized you could play more than one player, so technically, it's a multiplayer game. But when you go into multiplayer games, me, I think of more of a easier to pick up vibe in a multiplayer, which means the the floor is low, but the ceiling is high. If that makes sense like the barrier to entry is very low when it comes to playing a video game with a with a low floor but the high ceiling means that if you master you could pull off stuff that even the most um not no that's not right 
a high ceiling means that advanced players and people who are just picked up the game enough to play it will have vastly different play styles. And that's what I mean by low floor, high ceiling. And obviously, Baldur's Gate 3 has a higher floor than Mario, I would say, if that's safe to say. You know, I don't want the game, you know what I mean? Hey, I mean, I'm not really... Um, I'm not really stepping off of that point. I think that's a pretty strong point. So, honestly, Baldur's Gate 3's floor is higher than Mario, I would say. Because Mario is a family-friendly game. Baldur's Gate... I was watching the Black Hokage, and I couldn't believe my eyes when he was on some mission, and it was a loud banging behind the door, and he opened the door, and it was an ogre and a man. That's all I'm going to say, because this is a PG podcast, but we're just going to keep going. I wish Mario would have won best multiplayer, but hey, Baldur's Gate 3 had it. So, anyways, let's keep going. Best sports slash racing went to Forza. Pretty sure that's why I chose two. Yeah, I did. Okay, so let's keep going. Nobody cares about that. <laughs> best sim strategy. It's so funny how best sim slash strategy is on here, but I don't see one sim game. Like, did that? Did the sim game not come out this year? Because imagine having your name in the actual category and still not making it. Like, goodness. Anyways, let's keep going. Best family game. Obviously, it went to Mario. I'm finally, I'm so glad some respect was finally put on his name and um the game award show as him winning best family I even voted for him because I mean Mario is one of the best family games ever like in life I mean if you want to put him up there with the uh, Wii Sports or a Guitar Hero yes I'm yeah, I remember those days you get out the drum kit put it together drumming along while your other person's playing guitar while your other person is singing there's really some some uh family events going on with that Guitar Hero uh, but anyways Super Mario Bros winning best family was uh expected and and right rightfully so it's once come on now it, like Mario's really the Drake of the gaming industry so let's keep going best fighting y'all know as a gamer the reason I got into actively sweating on games, and I use that as a term when you try hard, really hard in a game, is because of fighting games simply because I like the fact that it's you and the opponent, level playing field, and whoever uses the tools the best. You know, there's no RNG, there's no third party looking straight at you, Apex players, um, and Fortnite players, and PUBG. All right, let me chill. I almost had. Hey, flashbacks. But anyways, fighting games, I, I love the fact as a level playing field, you versus the other person, and somebody is coming out victorious. I always like that aspect. And I just think in general, fighting is one of the more entertaining aspects of life. If there was LeBron James and Michael Jordan playing one-on-one on one side of the court and two dudes fighting on the other side of the court, I think you'd be surprised on the split of the, of the crowd and how they reacted to each event but anyways um best fighting that was a random analogy but i just felt like throwing it out there best fighting game of course went to street fighter 6 i say of course literally because mortal kombat 1 released way too soon it was almost like it was almost as if the higher ups told nether nether realm put out a game or we're going to cut your pay. It was. It just felt like they was forced to put out that game because it just came with such bare-bone features to the point where so much stuff that was in uh, Mortal Kombat X or Mortal Kombat 11, such as the ability to put moves on the screen when you're in training mode, the ability to be in training mode in the demo, um, the ability to have private lobbies and no, King of the Hill does not count, private lobbies where you can specifically play the people you want in the private lobby not king of the hill where one person stays on top even if he doesn't want to play anymore um so bare bone features like that just wasn't in the game nether realm for force to put out a game i mean if y'all realize nether realm it was leaked that mortal kombat 1 was coming out it wasn't like oh nether nether realm did come out like oh i can't wait till y'all see mortal kombat 1 the earnings call leak that Mortal a Mortal Kombat game was coming out to help you know shareholders and stuff you know pay more money and well entice them to pay more money so they was basically like hey Mortal Kombat's coming up so they let the cat out of the bag right before NetherRealm was even able to put any type of marketing strategy together so I do believe that they was forced into putting out this type of uh, product because why else would they have why else <laughs> would they put out uh, such a bare bones game like they did. Um, the best thing about Mortal Kombat 1 is definitely the gameplay. So at least they got the core mechanic 
nailed. Like the gameplay is amazing. One of the best gameplay loops I've played in Mortal Kombat in a while. I would say better than my favorite Mortal Kombat, which is Mortal Kombat X. Like playing with Sub-Zero, playing with Rain, even playing with Omni-Man. Like some of the moves that, let me not geek out over that, but let's just say they left a lot to be desired. It was kind of like Mortal Kombat 1 is under the same realm of uh, Spider-Man 2. It's, it's a good game, of course, but it left a lot to be desired. So Street Fighter 6 really came correct, because if you don't know what Street Fighter 5, that game was very bare bones. Like we talk about Mortal Kombat 1. I mean, at least they came with all the characters, you know, at launch. Street Fighter 6 was announcing characters that was for DLC. Like, hold up now, how'd that work? How you got characters already built, made for the game, and you're talking about some DLC? So Street Fighter 5 was really like, I would have put that under pay, like that was pay to play, literally like pay to win strategy that they was trying to go with with Street Fighter Five. So I'm glad nobody bought it that in in turn and resulted in them actually coming correct with the Street Fighter Six and uh, just giving us everything and more, uh, a open playground full of um, created custom characters fighting against other custom characters. Then you can go to arcade and this hub world reminded me of Two uh, K. Uh, my career where you can go into this hub world and just play other players go to a little arcade and then you can play with the game the characters actually in the game it was so expansive and innovative to the point where it was like street fighter 6 by far and away was just the best game best fighting game of 2023 and it wasn't even close like all these other names aren't even recognized and nickelodeon all-star brawl 2 y'all should have did it with one because y'all try to to uh skip out and cut corners not having the the actors the voice actors come in and do their lines but now y'all starting to see that nobody's going to put up with that uh mediocrity so you actually put in the voice actors and to play with these characters and i'm so glad that they're doing that because who in the like who wants to play spongebob when he's a mute like he's just making random noises but it's not the voice actor like who wants to do that so so glad they got the voice actors and the sound effects actually nailed but hey y'all got some time before we actually put you up against the likes of a street fighter and more combat and also tekken a is around the corner we don't know how that game's going to come out so hey they could get the smoke too as you as you can tell i'm an avid fighting game fair uh i'm a avid I, I mixed up fan and player i'm an avid fighting game player and a fan as i really do pay attention to um fighting games not only gaming but specifically fighting games is the reason why I get into the competition aspect of gaming. Um, Cause I think I've told y'all before, but FPS games is just not my cup of tea. I just, the, I, I'm getting my PC as you heard at the beginning of the pod. Um, just know that if I do play a shooting game, I am going to try it out on PC because I, I think that the reason I don't like FPS games is because of the analog stick and not being like the aim assist and stuff. Like if I could actually go to the pinpoint spot with a mouse, but hey, maybe I'm just making excuses. You know, you know what they say about excuses. You know what I mean? Everybody got it. So anyways, let's keep going. Street Fighter 6 won best fighting game. And also I voted for them to win. So best RPG. So of course, <laughs> like, come on now. Best RPG went to Baldur's Gate. I mean, they literally compared the game to Mass Effect. And after you compare a game to Mass Effect, um, it's really no discussion. No other games coming close. I mean, not only they compared it, but they say it's a 10 times more expansive Mass Effect type game where you can implement so many different paths and pathways and endings that it really is Mass Effect times 10. So with that being said, I'm not going to say myself that this is better than Mass Effect. I'm just saying what people are saying. Obviously, I still hold Mass Effect as my favorite game. But when Baldur's Gate 3 is put on such a high level like that, best RPG is already uh, sold up. And from what I've been hearing, Starfield fans are literally ditching the game and saying it's boring. I'm like, dang, talk about a, a fall from... Uh, fall from grace isn't that how they say it but anyways yeah they they really fell off quickly because their fan base left them and i was even thinking about getting starfield on uh and it was the xbox exclusive so you could see how the uh the tonality just changed from a certain tone to uh it's it's i uh, it's really uh, it's really boring you shouldn't play like it's, it's very much they they switched up on the game that's all i gotta say so so r.i.p to starfield man mate hopefully you get a um a more loyal fan base next time so anyways uh yeah let's keep going but best rpg ball to skate three all the way so 
best action adventure now this is the category where i could see spider-man fans getting upset because alan wake obviously is an action game like it's just more of a storytelling games with horror aspects and elements it's more of a horror game if you think about it and resident evil 4 obviously that's an action game but it's come close to spider-man 2 jedi survivor that is the game i wanted to talk about i don't want to spoil my list but let's just say jedi survivor is is high on my list as far as 2023 and i will also say that it's better than spider-man 2 when it comes to best action adventure when it comes to gaming now as far as far as the story element obviously spider-man is my favorite fictional creation of all time i'll take a peter parker and miles morales story 10 times out of 10 before i'll take a cal Kestis story so that should tell you the amount of gameplay improvements and enhancements from the first jedi fallen order to jedi survivor uh compared to spider-man 1 to spider-man 2 basically being the same so with that being said um the winner for best action adventure going to uh legend of zelda was uh it wasn't surprising because obviously it's nintendo you don't want them being upset at your award show it's just like star wars jedi survivor i feel i should have easily won that but i guess cal Kestis has to keep proving himself even more after all them innovative um implementations of new mechanics over and over and over i guess it still got beat out by uh, games that seemingly are doing the same thing but anyways let's keep going I exit out i think i did exit out my fault my fault um what was we at best mobile game no best action adventure best rpg best action was that where we was at uh let me see yeah that's where we was at okay best action game armored core now did i not tell y'all that the from software studios was on a roll elden ring last year armored core this year which is literally why we didn't really receive any true dlc for elden ring that's because the same company that made elden ring is the same company that made from software so if you think about it it makes sense why this will win best action game as from software is just on a roll they're on fire they're putting out all type of heat quality wise and i wouldn't be surprised if a big ip approaches from software to to develop their game just keep that in mind remember i said that from software bandai namco i wouldn't be surprised if they get a huge ip to develop in the near future so uh armored core winning best action game is definitely not a surprise as that game is immaculate especially from uh just a viewer aspect and definitely from um a gameplay a gameplay mechanic aspect in um and how unique the transversal is so anyways best vr slash ar i don't think nobody really cares about that because at this point in society with all the evolution of ai the you know what hasn't evolved vr and ar technology so we're gonna skip that and uh best mobile game nobody cares <laughs> um best indie game i swear nobody cares but you know I, I do like the indie studios and independent game studios are getting their shine at the game awards so i'm not gonna say like don't give them shine i'm just saying like technically i don't care <laughs> so anyways let's keep going best community support now this was a big one because i thought i thought cyberpunk got that one oh i think that was best ongoing game yeah i think that was best ongoing best community support obviously is different from best ongoing i don't i don't know the difference uh Baldur's gate 3 obviously won that because the community was sharing all type of notes about different pathways different you know what this does when you do this you know when elder ring came out and all the tutorials in the world was basically explaining the game that's kind of how it happened for Baldur's gate 3 so it makes so much sense that best community support would be given to that game because it takes a community to learn how to play this game best believe me try to go into that game try to go into Baldur's gate 3 blind and i promise you you will pay the price <laughs> so anyways let's keep going best ongoing oh that's this is the category i was talking about the beloved cyberpunk 2077 now this has a special place in my heart simply for the fact that if y'all remember when i was uh talking about the latest news which if you just look up cyberpunk 2077 2.1 analytic dreams i think that was what it was called anyways uh one of the recent cyberpunk segments i basically showed my runtime and my um 
how many hours I put into the game. And also, I do have a gameplay walkthrough on Analytic Dreams video. So just type in Cyberpunk 2077 Analytic Dreams video and my gameplay walkthrough should definitely pop up. And you could you can see a glimpse into my playthrough because, of course, that was just a little glimpse because I know some people like when I showcase me playing games. So I just wanted to show one a uh, little snippet of me playing the game. I'm definitely not streaming the game as it's definitely not a PG game. And I mean, obviously, if it just came out, I would have streamed it. But I'm just basically playing it because, you know, I like I actually like playing games. So <laughs> anyways, um, best ongoing makes sense. CD Projekt Red spent three years fixing the game. So I guess they should get some type of award for it. Um, I know there's contrarians that will basically be the devil advocate and say that if it took you that long to fix a game, you shouldn't get any type of award. And honestly, I'm not mad with that type of philosophy. I mean, you charge us $70 out the gate. Can we get 80% of that refund when the game crashes uh, crashes on us 24-7 and, and isn't playable? Like, how does that work? So a game that literally got taken off the PlayStation Store because it was so it was such a buggy and broken mess to now three years later winning best ongoing game if i was other games in this category especially fortnite i would be irate um but since i'm a little biased and in, in the fact that i'm currently playing the game hey let them rock <laughs> so anyways best ongoing game obviously went to cyberpunk 2077 games for impact so games for impact I have nothing to say about it because I don't really know too much. So uh, shout out to the cheat to Chia. I don't, I don't know. Hey, that's out of my wheelhouse. Innovation and accessibility. I don't know too much about that. I'm pretty sure I voted for Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Actually, I'm definitely sure because I talked about the colorblind accessibility options in Spider-Man, which really actually helped my gameplay, which because if you don't know, I'm probably colorblind. So I use the settings on Spider-Man uh, to change his... Um, because it was like red and orange that was back to back for certain attacks i think i forget what it was called but the basically the color contrast wasn't that uh much so i could go in and actually change it to blue um to actually pop up blue uh, around his head so that i would know like what's dodgeable from what i just gotta completely jump out of the way of so hopefully that makes sense um or a parry. I forgot. Yeah, the parry feature. Oh, that was the only feature. So, technically, Spider-Man 2 had a new feature. Oh, parry. Oh, wow. <laughs> that game. That game is funny. Because it's frustrating. Because it's a good game. But then it's also frustrating because it could have been great. Like, it's just so much stuff that's there that's just in your face that developers just took the short... It just cut corners. I just feel like they cut corners. Two Spider-Man... I mean... It may not automatically scream co-op, but two Spider-Man in the game, you would think it's just obvious that some type of multiplayer aspect would have been played, put into it. So I know they got the whole thing leaked. I'm not covering that at all. Cause I think that's extremely messed up, especially for people's livelihoods. Like imagine working on something for your entire life. Well, not entire life. That's a little extreme. For like a decade at this point, um developing games and stuff just for your whole um timeline to get leaked like your whole game plan to get leaked that's that's some pretty um that's some pretty uh crippling actions right there like as that's, that's crippling type type uh info that they put out about insomniac so i'm not covering that at all so anyways innovation and accessibility forza motorsport one but i ain't gonna lie to you i don't, I don't really have too much to put into it other than what i already said best performance now this was the one that i thought would be interesting this was packed this was star studded and i say that because yuri lowenthal for spider-man 2 idris elba for cyberpunk 2077 phantom liberty Cameron, man, what type of last name is that? I can't say that. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Those three alone makes this hard. Not only to to implement Mulaney and then Ben Star. For, well, no. Okay, I'm sorry. Ben, I don't know who in the world Ben Star is. So exclude that man. Mulaney from Alan Wake 2. Having all of these amazing voice actors in one category. Like... To put it in perspective, if this was last year and the voice actor for Kratos for God of War Ragnarok was in this category, I'm not sure, so sure that he will win. 
actually never mind no he would definitely win he, he's pretty uh noticeable and uh yeah he would have definitely won but so i'll take that back <laughs> so i would say for this list is pretty competitive and i would have definitely went with yuri lowenthal like as much flack as i give spider-man 2 this is the first time where i was like oh it actually got robbed but Baldur's Gate 3 neo newborn i did hear some players saying that he was a pretty pivotal role and he really had some heart heartfelt sentiments about his character in the way of sa now if you don't know what that is it's a very political term to say a certain assault let's just say that so his character was essayed explained it in a way it touched a lot of people's heart in a uh performative fashion of course and let them know the, the uh severity of that um happening if that makes sense so anyways at first i was like why in the world would he win that then once it was explained to me it made sense so it's, it's nice to keep gamers around who actually play games because i didn't know that i just thought i was like dang they really hey they doing tricks uh they doing tricks for Baldur's gate 3 ain't they but anyways let me chill so anyways next category best audio design i mean a game based off of music and attacks based off rhythms and the whole gameplay literally being about rhythm and beat if best audio design don't go to that then i don't know what will as what i voted for was uh alan wake because i think hi-fi rush should have got the music one but best audio design makes sense to go to hi-fi rush because it's simply about audio and rhythmic attacks patterns the whole game is based off audio <laughs> so horror games i usually feel like are excellent at audio simply because they're trying to immerse you into the experience but hi-fi rush is interesting that it won because it took away an award from alan wake 2 as i believe that they was probably trying to clean up just like Baldur's gate 3 did but i'm happy for it as that was a um a dark horse earlier in the year for game of the year so i'm so glad it got something at the end of the runtime as far as 2023 best scoring music i don't really don't i don't know too much about that final fantasy does be sounding like dramatic music so i'm glad it got it best art direction i'm always say mario i think mario has the best creative world ever in a video game so i'm always say mario when it comes to best art direction but it totally makes sense that alan wake 2 won it especially for like mario can't win it every year you know it's kind of like drake you know you can't win billboard top artists every year um but alan wake 2 deservably so not mad at it so at least it didn't go to like a liza p like imagine turning the vibrance all the way down to zero and expecting the win best art direction like come on bro like let's actually be serious i don't even know why liza p is up here like let me chill i'm about to say something crazy but let's just say gray and black only appeals to some people but not everybody let's just leave it at that i don't know how in the world liza p got that nomination uh best narrative went to alan wick too i mean it makes sense it's literally a book like the the man the main character in the game is an author I think literally the main character in the game is an author. So, uh, like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, oh, I wonder who best narrative is gonna go to. Oh, maybe the game where the main character is literally writing a book. So, <laughs> I like I like how that works out. But um, yeah. So deservedly so. I'm not mad at. It. I'm just you know poking fun at the the game literally writing itself in award. That's that's kind of funny. Best game direction. Now, best game direction is interesting because the my argument was Baldur's Gate 3 technically has a lot of directions that you can go in but are all of them quality right if you kill certain main characters in the game well your playthrough throughout the game the rest of the game after you kill them it's going to be more boring I would say because obviously they have a lot of different interesting characters but it seems like there's certain characters okay so like if you ever play mass effect if you haven't then i'm sorry you won't get this at all if you ever play mass effect it's like if you killed garris i don't know if you can kill garris i don't think you can well i guess you can and i don't want to spoil it so anyways if you kill garris and then the rest of the game is played without your your uh 
without Garrus, right? It's a different level of quality compared to if you had Garrus. And that's what I'm saying. Like, Baldur's Gate 3, I think it struggles with that argument. Well, no, it struggles with that aspect because technically some of the game directions in Baldur's Gate 3 is below par. or could be below par. Now, you could say that's on the gamer, but technically it's still a game direction. And hopefully I'm making sense to y'all. Alan Wake 2 has one game direction and it's fantastic. So it makes sense why I beat out Baldur's Gate 3. I know some people are like, oh, but you have so many branches in Baldur's Gate 3. Well, not all of them are good. Actually, some of them are pretty horrendous and, and horrible, and which is why you should not go down that path. So anyways... All these other games, I mean, they've won it before, so I'm not mad at it. Like, I'm pretty sure Spider-Man PS4 at the Game Awards got some wins, if I'm not mistaken. I had to go back and check, but so I'm not mad at them not winning it this time. Like, give it to another game. So, anyways. Game of the year. Man, we done made it to it. I'm, I, I did not think I'd get through it that fast. I mean, technically, you know, I, I spoke my mind on each and every category. So, I mean, not each and every one. You know, if if I don't know a category, like best indie or whatever, I'm just going to say, hey, I'm just not knowledgeable enough to talk about it. So, game of the year, though. <laughs> hey, I got some things to say. So, Spider-Man fans, back to full circle moment. Y'all got to chill out. Spider-Man 2 had no business winning game of the year. Honestly, it's a... Uh, when in itself that it was nominated i said my game of the year list for 2023 i would have had alan wake 2 i would have Baldur's Gate 3 i would have legend of zelda and then i would have armor core and then mario so i would have switched out resident evil 4 and i would have switched out well i would have took out resident evil 4 and i would have took out Marvel Spider-Man 2. And you notice how Red Resident Evil 4 didn't win a single award at the at the show. Well, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't win a single award. And I said that when I covered the Game Award nominees. I was like, why is a remake getting all these nominations when there are games that came out this year that deserve them? Takes away from the fact that the game that you put out so long ago, you can just remaster it and just take away nominations and not and and be a nominee for something compared to a, a product that was made obviously not this year but was released this year remakes needs its own category because that's cheating if that's the fact well if that's the case mass effect remaster should have won every award in every category obviously i'm a little biased but i'm just putting it in perspective so i'm glad that resident evil 4 didn't win any awards and hopefully they keep it that way or else just make a remake category so i was going somewhere with that so I took Marvel Spider-Man 2 out, Resident Evil 4 out, and I would have put Baldur's Gate in and Star Wars Jedi Survivor in. Hopefully that makes sense. Yeah. So Spider-Man 2, even being in this list, is a win in itself. Because I don't think that game should be here. I don't think Resident Evil 4 should be there. And if we want to get crazy, you already knew that Nintendo game was definitely not winning game of the year. I don't know why. Politics, maybe. But hey. Nintendo game is definitely not winning game of the year. So why have two games in the same category? So I would have took Mario out because I would say Zelda is a better game. Now, that's the first. I know y'all probably surprised. You're like, what? You finally said something bad about Mario? Technically, Super Mario Bros. is a great game. But compared to Zelda this year, comparing the two, like if we was comparing Mar Mario Odyssey to Le Legend or to Tears of the Kingdom, I would say Odyssey because of its modern take on the character but super mario bros wonder while granite is an upgrade it's still the 2d side scroller compared to zelda which is a 3d immersive open world so yeah um i would have alan wick 2 Baldur's Gate 3 legends is legend of zelda jedi survivor armored core and my 6b y'all gonna be mad at me but you gotta throw cyberpunk phantom liberty in there uh, y'all gonna be so mad at me either cyberpunk phantom liberty city or like a hi-fi rush or something like something that actually deserve some type of uh, acknowledgement in the game of the year list but um i'm not mad at it being there i'm mad at marvel's spider-man 2 and resident evil 4 even being there honestly um yeah so that's basically it 
so uh, yeah i got through that pretty quickly that's crazy um the game awards was successful people a lot of people watched a lot of announcements was made a lot of trailers teases uh like i said uh blade was teased even though that game it's not coming out to like 2050 they still took up screen time at the 2023 game award show which i just think is just very very asinine but at the same time i mean what are you gonna do about it so to round it up Baldur's gate 3 won the most awards with game of the year as you can see right here um best rpg best community support best multiplayer player's choice award and best performance then alan wake 2 came in a close second with three wins in best direction best narrative best art direction the biggest snub i would say in the 2023 game awards is jedi survivor that's the only now let me tell you something if the Jedi Survivor fan base reacted like uh, the Spider-Man 2 fan base did, I think they would be justified. Why is nobody talking about Jedi Survivor in the light that they talk about Spider-Man, uh, Resident Evil, a remake out of all games? Like, am I tripping? Did I miss something with Jedi Survivor? If you're going to talk about, oh, it was a buggy mess, Marvel Spider-Man 2 was just as much of if not more than a buggy mess than Survivor because for me, maybe I had certain things not loading in or, or textures popping, but it never crashed on me multiple times like spider-man 2 did and it never had game breaking bugs where you literally had to restart so that's technically a crash in itself because i mean spider-man i swear spider-man is one of my favorite fictional creations of all time but hey sometimes you gotta be a realist you know i like to call myself a realist so jedi survivor i think should have had a nomination of game of the year and just had more acknowledgement um with these award shows i don't know what it was i don't know if they have some type of beef with respawn uh which is the uh development studio for uh jedi survivor i don't know what it is but you can't tell me jedi survivor isn't one of the best games of the year i mean compared to this oh, come on man no disrespect or disrespectfully i don't care jedi survivor deserved it so that's what i'm gonna leave off on uh for all my jedi survivor fans maybe we need to riot like spider-man 2 so we can get some nationwide coverage as well um so yeah click my link tree in my bio let me know one of my social medias what did you think of the overall game awards show what do you think was the biggest snub and also do you think they were correct in choosing Baldur's gate 3 as the best as the best game of 2023 Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.